Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 711, recorded live on January 22nd, 2022. And here are your hosts, the man who probably thinks that I have a witty intro plan for episode 711. And the man, well, that'd be Dave Pillay. <laughs> there we go. I'm waiting for you to, like, you know, say my name. Uh, I mean, I sure. <laughs> Andy, I expect you to have a witty intro ready for every episode. And the man that's, who... That's part of your job. man who was trying to think of something convenience store related, but couldn't. Andy Lowe, hi. I mean, it would just be a convenient number to, to use, right? Like... Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna slurpy this one all up. Ooh, I don't like the image of that. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like the image of that. Yeah. Let's, let's let's not let's uh, not. Yeah, let's let's not and say we didn't. <laughs> and sorry, folks, it's gonna be. Thank you and that's good the night. Tone. Yeah, just about right. Like, good night, everybody. <laughs> no fingerprints. Good, Good night, night, everybody. everybody. Uh, <sighs> fingerprints. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, and I was, I was thinking, like, sitting there going, like, do we even have a 7-Eleven around here anymore? Uh, I have one, unless it closed, about two to three miles away. Maybe four miles away. Let's find out. 7-Eleven, open 24 hours. In-store shopping and delivery. The two closest ones to us are permanently closed. Oh, no. Uh, looks like there's then one. they aren't close to you anymore, are they? <laughs> no, no, no. Looks like the nearest one to me now is about uh, a 25-minute drive. Mm-hmm. I've got one about 10 minutes away. It's five miles. I was wrong. Is that actually a 7-Eleven? Is that actually a road? <laughs> That's I a weird-ass like- road. I feel like I've... Oh, that is a 7-Eleven. Okay. I feel like someone was playing freeways and just, like, their mouse slipped. <laughs> no, here, seriously. Like, look at this... Look at this road, Andy. This is next to one of the highways in Madison. Well, the road was probably there first, right? I assume... Well, I don't know, because it's called Beltline Frontage Road. <laughs> but, like, there's an on-ramp, and then there's a second on-ramp, and then there's an off-ramp. Yeah, you look at that, and you're like, and, like why... Usually the the off-ramp comes before the on-ramp. Yeah. I don't know. I've got some... There's some weird on and off-ramps, especially around Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. So I see these now, and I'm just like, you know what? I, uh... <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. No. My, my favorite bit, though, is uh, US-31 over US by... US-31. Yeah, US-31 over by Benton Harbor. Yeah, I've been on that. I know, where it just literally just stops... US 31 where it stops? Yeah, it just, it, the, the highway literally just ends. Oh, yeah, and then it's just like... You have to go over to 94, you, you drive like a two miles over to 94, you get on 94, you go up... And then you get back two, on 31 further yeah, you, up. Yeah, right? you, go, like, you, go, you go north on 90, well, you <laughs> go north on 94. Which, uh, also kind of weird, yeah. since 94 should run east and west. Well, you know there's a giant lake in the way, so... Yeah, I know. And then you then you get back on 31 North again. After Holland. Well, yeah, you get on 196, and then it's after... Um, oh, what it's is the that? exit at 196. Yeah. Like, there's, there's an exit at Holland to get onto Business 196, which becomes 
31. So there's 31, and then there's this gigantic gap, and then there's 31. Well, yeah, because 196 overtook the U.S. numbering. But still, it's like, why did, why did it suddenly just stop there, move over, and then basically start right back <laughs> up again two miles farther down the road? I, I don't know. I don't know either. <clears throat> Like did, something must have happened where they couldn't have gotten money from somebody. I don't know. But yeah, I had to uh, drive down to Andrews University when I was doing the Census Bureau stuff. So I used to know thirty-one very often. Mm-hmm. Oh, how are you, Andy? How's your week? Besides talking about Michigan roads. Well, um, so Isaac was out of daycare last week due to a positive COVID case. Mm-hmm. But he went back this week. The problem is Megan went out of daycare this week. I believe, yeah, we talked about this a little bit last week. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so I had, um, I had to, you know, I stayed home for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week mm-hmm. with her. And then um, <clears throat> Paul, who is my assistant slash IT replacement person, mm-hmm. uh, had COVID. So he was Oops. out all this week, too. So it's like, okay, I got to, like, you know, cover. So was, was there anyone there? Like, I, I was there Monday and Tuesday because I had, um, I had bought a server rack from MSU. 42 rack unit server rack, uh, the deep depth ones. So like a full-size server rack, 42 rack yep. units high, 250 yep. bucks. Not bad. No. Not bad at all. Did you catch University of Michigan's property disposition sale? Uh, no. Why? They had some servers as well. You see, the problem, though, is I don't have anything on the east side. I would have... Um, we have we have stations up in Lansing. Yeah. So we li- I just literally drove up there and then we took the van. They have a full size Ford Econoline van that has nothing in the back and loaded it up with servers. We, we just I just pulled up to the MSU you know curbside pickup. Guy asked my name, rolled the server rack out to the van, literally just tipped it over. We slid it in on its side, fit because it's a full size Econoline van. Mm-hmm. I drove it to the back door of the studio, pulled it out of the van, tipped it down has wheels so we literally just rolled it right into the server room and like boom done yep i I don't think they would let me borrow the van though to drive all the way to ann arbor ann arbor (laughs) probably not especially since i don't even know what i would need another full-size server rack for i mean can you ever have too many servers well well, server racks probably oh fair but you could have bought servers in ann arbor and then driven them to east lansing to put them in your server rack yes but what type of os is on there don't know that's that's the thing though is you know it would be a i'm not about to buy a bunch of servers i didn't look (laughs) i think msu's got servers too but it's you know it's okay i could buy used server maybe what am i gonna do with it i don't know andy i don't i don't know either why did you buy a server rack because the server rack currently in lansing is just a half-size server rack and so I literally have computers sitting on top of it, and our domain controller is sitting next to it because there's no room left inside the half-size server rack. Okay, that's that's probably not good. No, that hence getting a full-size rack will work much better, right? I, yeah, one would hope so. I'm just thoroughly amused. Sorry. Um, cool. 
but yeah, no, I had to, I had to go pick that up because they were only going to hold it for five days. So I had to pick that up on Tuesday and then I, I just stay home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Nice. I had to go in on Wednesday. Yes. I had to go into work on Wednesday because there was a phone issue. Oh no. And I couldn't, you know, it was like, okay, I can, I think this is the right phone, but I can't tell. So I, I just literally had to walk in and actually like look at the phone and go, oh, it's extension 310. Okay. Ah. Now I understand which phone it is. I'm trying to think if I had anything happen at work that was like that I, I could talk about on the show to to try to, to balance this a little bit. So it's not just Andy griping about work. <laughs> but also we are getting our um, bathroom remodeled right now. Ooh. So we don't have a shower. Oh, no. Not congratulations. <laughs> What is your what is your solution to that question, that problem, Andy? Um, well, we still have their Planet Fitness memberships. I was about to ask. Yep. Cool. Very cool. So you just go there for your shower. Mm-hmm. Work out while you're there anyway. Yeah, I can Kate do that. Kate is also commenting that her work has showers, which does not surprise me. Her work also has a gym inside the uh, building. Ooh, that's very nice. Yeah, it's for Zoetis employees, so... So I let's see. I played video games this week. I did work on my special project at work this week. I might be changing jobs in a couple weeks. Going away from the teaching side to actually development? Report writing. I, I would get to put into practice everything that I've been teaching people for 10 years, mm. which is kind of fun. Uh, and I've been poking around the internets looking at 3D printer stuff because I'm getting, in theory, a 3D printer in the near future. Did you know you can 3D print replicators? Mm, no. Like Stargate replicators, not Star Trek. Oh, I could see that, yeah. Shabam. Now imagine someone who is so into Stargate that they named their two children after the characters in Stargate, or at least the middle names of their children. Uh, Warren Daniel and Dawn Carter. Nice. And now just imagine that showing up somewhere in their house. (laughs) I think I might try something along those lines. Mm -hmm. But, well, it sounds like you had a uh, an exciting week, Andy, getting to stay home or having to stay home. Is everything clear and clean now? In theory, yes. So, yeah, Monday should be normal for everybody then. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. Well, okay then. I mean, I don't have much else to, to just kind of vamp about my... Week has been spent mostly either at work or at home. Uh, I've been playing video games, lots of video games, and that's that's kind of it. Yep. I lead a boring life, Andy. I'm, but I'm other t- stuff has happened. We can talk about it. Yep. <laughs> like do, do you, what happened on Monday? Yeah. I messaged you about while I was driving into work, and you were like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because I was looking at last week how we had talked about Take-Two buying Zynga yeah. for $12.7 billion and both of us going, $12.7 billion? What? Lo and behold, before the episode can even go live. <laughs> $68.7 billion. Microsoft is purchasing Activision Blizzard. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible... And it's cash. They, they said it's going to be $68.7 billion cash. They are purchasing, like, all the stock. And just, like, I'm sorry, what? Like, 
$95 per share agreement, which was a seven, uh, sorry, 69% premium over their closing yeah. price on Monday. So if I have shares, does that mean that like they will get sold at $95? If so, why is it trading at like $80? Why would anyone sell their shares? I, I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. And it makes me really nervous because everyone's selling their shares and the price keeps dropping. And I'm like, but but Microsoft is going to buy them all at way 90, more, right? Yeah, $95 a share. Yeah. So, like, I'm just going to hold on to this. I feel like that's the right thing to do, but I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm wondering why. First off, Activision. Activision has been having a rough year. Well, what was Activision's Blizzard stock? Just before the announcement? Well, over the last year. ATVI. Oh, go take a look. Go take a look. A year ago, 93.40 yeah. a share. Yeah, a month ago? A month ago, $60 a share. No, sorry, 57. Right. So they had lost a third of their value. Yes. So they... I'm guessing I'm guessing they were privately shopping themselves around. That's what mm. my guess is. There was somebody was going around going like, "Hey, you know, things are not good right now. We're looking to sell. Does anybody want to buy us?" But like who would that it, like they feel like they were so toxic. Who'd want to buy that? Who'd want to step into that? I mean, Microsoft apparently, but Yes. So I I'm I'm trying to look at this as the what is Microsoft getting along with Activision? What is Microsoft getting out of the deal? Yeah. Well, you're getting Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yes. So you're getting Call of Duty, which this is one of our other topics, but uh the 2021 NPD numbers for the year came out. Okay. <clears throat> and the top 2 games over Call all of, Duty? of all of last year, ranked on dollar yeah. sales, was Call yeah. of Duty Vanguard, number one. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Okay. One, two, right there. But, 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 counterpoint. Look at how much money Activision is making versus costs. So, like, what's their net publicly traded company? The information's out there. It's about, like, $3 billion net a year, which is, you know, really good. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money. And in 24 years... <laughs> Microsoft will make back what they just spent. Okay, so yes, they are they are getting Call of Duty. They're getting Blizzard. They're getting Blizzard, for yes. For better or worse. I mean, well, that's... that's um, they're getting they're getting a foothold in the Asian markets. Because with Blizzard? With Blizzard and with King. We don't really talk about King, but Activision Blizzard owns King. And King is Correct. still a really good mobile game company. Careful with your words there, Andy. Let's call King a successful mobile company. Okay, yes, they are, they are successful, yes. So King and Activision Blizzard have, a, I would say, mobile gaming and Blizzard gaming have a lot stronger hold in Asia than Microsoft ha ever had. Yeah, I mean, Halo wasn't big in, in Asia, but like... Warcraft, so Starcraft, what? you know. But is that worth $68 billion? And the toxicity that comes with Activision? Well, the, 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 the thing here is the fact that, okay, yeah, Bobby Kotick is, was the horrible head on top of this horrible bean. But, but now, he's still there. Yeah, he's still there, basically, until and I'm guessing until the ink is dried, and then he will just be... His, uh, yeah, but the, the word on the street is he will be out with a, like, $400 million severance. Or... 
um, his contract is up in 2023. Mm -hmm. Microsoft could say, yes, thank you, Bobby. That's great. We decided not to renew your contract. And poof, he's gone. With how much of a package? I don't know. It's good to be rich. It's really good to be rich, apparently. Yeah, uh, somewhere, yeah, somewhere around $400 million. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of that comes from the stock that he owns. So it's probably, he's not going to be able to liquidate $400 million very quickly. I mean, won't he? <laughs> what What's really going to stop him? Other than just not wanting to, because why would he bother? I, I feel like this is also Microsoft going after Tencent, too. Microsoft in Asia is, what, 60% of the global market right now? Well, except that with China doing the thing that they just did about limiting uh, video game consumption, like that also changes the game, doesn't it? Tencent has been struggling because of that. Oh, I don't know about struggling, but they've definitely been like, they've been hit by it. Yes. This also could really bolster Xbox Game Pass. Xbox realizes how that... Other than not having to pay for Activision's games on it, were those games not on Games Pass already? I don't believe so. Well, then you think they could have gotten it for less than $68 billion? That part I don't know. That's that's the one. Well, I think, okay. I think that I was trying to figure out where that number came from. And what, 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 $68 billion? Yes. I mean, that's that's the number they agreed on, $95 I, a share. Yes, which is 60, what do we say, 69% premium? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking because the Take-Two Zanga announcement last week was at a yeah. 64% premium. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no way. No way, Andy. No way that deal impacted this one. Not in a week. These things take months. That's true. Months of negotiation. There's no way they were like, oh, well, that was a 60-some percent. Let's go with that. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Okay, so maybe they just looked at the average over the last year before, you know, things hit the fan. I could believe that. Because that was, you know, like I said, a year ago was 93. And it looks like it, yeah, it looked like it stayed up in the, the 93 range for all of 2021 until things went downhill. Yep. <laughs> Turns out getting sued by a state is really bad for your stock. What? Shocking. Right? So... They get King, they get Blizzard, they get Call of Duty. They knock a major player out. They do something that Sony and Nintendo just don't have the capital to do. Does Sony not have the capital for that? Uh, no. Where, there was one of the articles I was reading on this. Where was it? Uh, hold on. I, I had hmm. a couple of articles open about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, at the time of writing, Microsoft's market cap is $2.3 trillion. Market, a lot of money. Yes. Market cap-wise, making a $68.7 billion acquisition is like for Sony, which only has $146 billion market cap, to make a $4.4 billion acquisition. Okay, so like, yeah, Sony can't can't do the same thing. No. But like... I know, it's... So much money. This... this acquisition first off if it goes through i mean this is this is you know red flags at the ftc probably as soon as this was announced i mean but is it i'm, I'm especially just given um what's his name phil schiller is that his name i think so the the vp of xbox oh the the uh, spencer yeah oh. phil spencer 
not Schiller, Phil Spencer, right? Yes. Yeah. His, like, for the last three years, he's been railing against exclusives. And he's been saying, like, exclusives are the bane of the industry. Like, we don't want exclusives. We don't agree with exclusives. You're looking up something. Yes, because he had said he had said that before. Yeah. Before they bought Bethesda, he said, you know, exclusives are bad, blah, blah, blah. We're not doing this for exclusive. We're not doing this for for exclusive. And then and then they bought Bethesda. Yes. Skyrim is still on the PlayStation. Yes. Obviously, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is an Xbox exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go and support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players. We love those communities, and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this. Uh, The thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership, and that's what we're building. And the creative capability we're going to be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. So he said yes, right now. Not exclusive because we can't break the contract. But in the future, Game Pass. Mm. Literally said it after the deal was done. Yeah. So, yes, they... It, they it, so, I mean, Game Pass is a thing. You know, Microsoft first-party AAA titles. How, how, do you get, how do you get the best game ever? You buy the guy who makes the best game ever. Just like that. Boom. Done. How did that work for Activision? I don't know. Didn't Activision buy, um, was it, yeah, I was going to say, who actually was the developer of Call of Duty originally? Was that, was that Activision Uh, way back when? Oh, the first Call of Duty? Oh, shoot, that's, that's like high school. Call of Duty, like when, when was Call of Duty 1? Uh, 2003. Yep, 2003, developed by Infinity Ward. Oh, God, and wow, that's a blast from the past. Are they still even around? Like, they're part of Activision, but... Yes. Yeah, sure enough, Infinity Ward still exists. (laughs) The day after the game was released, Activision bought the rest of Infinity Ward after originally buying 30% of the company in its early days. So Activision spent some money. Hey, this is a great game. You know what? We're going to buy you guys because you guys made the best game. And I mean, I guess that has worked out for them. Yes. Yes, that has. Pretty well as as the NPD numbers are, you know, showing that uh, Call of Duty and Call of Duty are the top two selling games, followed by Madden 22, which I have sitting downstairs. Passes are still way overpowered when the AI is set to, like, easy and medium. Oh, of course. And I still have no idea what I'm doing when I'm playing defense. <laughs> That's why I just I play offensive line when I'm playing defense, because all my goal, my goal is just hit the quarterback. That's all I do. Just, just get to the quarterback. Like, yeah. don't worry about the, the people running. Just, like, get to the quarterback. Um, let's see, what else is on here? So, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl by Nintendo. It's very nice of NPD to combine those. They are technically two separate games. Yes, technically. So, it's it's very nice for them to combine that. Uh, Battlefield... Why? Flashbacks! (laughs) (laughs) I know, Call of Duty and Battlefield and Madden on top, and Pokemon on top of the the top five, right? Call of Duty, Madden, Pokemon, Battlefield, the fuck. 
What year is it, Andy? I can't tell. <laughs> the worst part is that has happened multiple times. Call of Duty is this, like, you know, every year, every two years, they pump out another one. Madden, every year, they pop out another one. Pokemon, like, they've had eight generations of the shit. Okay, okay, so outside of six being Spider-Man, number seven, yep. Mario Kart. Yep. Number eight. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> MLB Super Mario. <laughs> Far Cry, right? Yeah. Far I mean, Cry this is six. Far Cry 6. FIFA, FIFA 22, which is, you know, the European version of Madden. Yeah. Are these NPD US numbers or global numbers? Uh, this is US. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is US. US. Okay. Because I'm like, there's no way FIFA is not outselling Madden globally. Nope, this is just US numbers. Okay. Minecraft. Apparently people are still buying Minecraft. Animal Crossing NBA 2K22. And then we finally hit Assassin's Creed down there. What is the oldest game in the top 20? Minecraft. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's got to be Minecraft. Super Mario 3D World? It's got to be Minecraft. No, I think I think it's Minecraft. You know, if you're talking about, you know, series, then that's a whole nother question. But I mean, Madden. Well, yeah. depends on, on what you mean by series. Does Super Mario 3D World count as the Mario series? Because if so, that's that's the oldest series up here. Right. Like Super Mario Brothers was 1985 in the U.S. Somewhere around there. I think so. <clears throat> Ooh, PS5 is now the top console sold, beating out the Switch as of September. So that was three months ago. How much does the NPD report cost? I I don't know. Okay. Something for another time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Kotick is a fucking asshole. Yep. And most likely will just disappear into the ether once the... You think so? He'll, he'll get a golden parachute. <laughs> And then hopefully, hopefully just disappear. Dude's getting a fucking like golden Tesla Falcon rocket. Um, cool. What else we got? Speaking of Falcon rockets, there's a SpaceX topic. I like SpaceX. Oh, oh, uh, James Webb. We don't have a James Webb topic, do we? No. Has the mirror been aligned yet or no? The, The mirrors have been fully deployed. Yes, I I knew that. That happened a couple of weeks ago, right? No, no. Like each... Uh, uh, like a week and a half ago, the like wings of mirrors were deployed, but now each of the individual hexagons has been deployed. The primary mirror segments were driven 12.5 millimeters away from the telescope structure. Yeah. Using six motors that deploy each segment approximately half the length of a paperclip. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right? <laughs> Six motors to move the mirror 12, 12 point, millimeters. 12 millimeters. Yeah. Well, because they, they wanted the six motors because they want to be able to individually adjust each mirror exactly. Okay. So these actuators clear the mirrors from their launch restraints and give each segment enough space to later be adjusted in other directions to the optical starting position for upcoming waveform alignment process. <laughs> Wave front. Wave, right. Wave front alignment process. The 18 <laughs> radius of curvature actuator, actuators removed from their launch position as well. These actuators individually shape the curvature of each mirror segment. Yep. It's so cool. <laughs> the process of Eight. telescope alignment will take approximately three months. Months. Months, Andy. Months. Also, while you're on the Where's Web webpage, 
Uh, have you seen the temperature difference? Oh, that's a that's a difference in temperature. <laughs> <laughs> For the hot side versus the cold side? Yes. Top of the hot side, 128 degrees Fahrenheit. Bottom of the cold side, minus 344 degrees Fahrenheit. That's so cold. Like, that's that's so cold. It's hard to get colder. What's absolute zero? Like 260-something below zero? Hold on, absolute zero Fahrenheit. Uh, absolute zero is taken as negative 273.15 degrees. Celsius. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Fahrenheit, uh, absolute zero, negative 459 degrees Fahrenheit. So, I mean, it's got like 150 degrees to go. <laughs> Oh, just like 100 degrees to go. Oh, God. It it only has 100 degrees to go to get to absolute yeah. zero. It is really cold. It is really, really cold. Hey, this is what happens when you're out in the middle of nowhere in space and you've got the well, only... Well, except s- it's not. It's it's not because look at the hot side. You're right. The hot side is 128 degrees, Andy. You couldn't lift that with your fingers. Man, the sun is a crazy thing. Yep, but also, like, the heat pumps that they designed on this thing are incredible. Launched 28 days ago. Almost to L2. Mm-hmm. It's like two more days before it does the the L2 insertion. That's so exciting. Oh, man, I love it. All right, so what's SpaceX doing? Because it's not as cool as the friggin' James Webb getting all the way out to L2. Uh, they won a contract with the Air Force. For a hundred million dollars. To do what? To show how they would use rockets to transport military cargo cargo and humanitarian aid around the world. (laughs) We talked about this, right? We've talked about Tesla, not Tesla, SpaceX, same company. SpaceX, like, loading up passengers in fucking Tampa and then, like, landing them in Australia, like, six hours later. Yeah, so the Department of Defense is now interested in if this was be feasible. So they gave SpaceX a $102 million five-year contract to demonstrate technologies and capabilities to transport military cargo around the world on a heavy rocket. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. You know what? Sure. Why the fuck not? <clears throat> the contract is not specific to any of SpaceX's launch vehicles, but um, SpaceX... Uh, will provide cargo bay designs that support rapid load and unload and are compatible with U.S. Transcom intermodal containers, which means the only one who can really fit one of those is the Starship. Mm. Speaking of which, <laughs> how are they doing? Are they, they're still, like, planning a launch. Yeah, there was a uh, beach closure for this week, I think. Right? Was there? Let's see, what is, what's in the Boca Chica news? Uh, Boca Chica and State Highway 4 would be cl- partial closures on January 26th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. due to planned space flight activity. Ooh, that's Wednesday. <clears throat> oh my gosh, really? There's, oh boy. Um, okay, well... Sorry, I I was looking at the article here, and they had a thing about the Olympics, and it's just like, oh, China's still doing uh, Olympic torch relay. Yeah. NBC will not send announcers to Beijing for Winter Games, so that's going to be interesting uh, to see. We got news on the Foxconn front out here in Wisconsin. Oh. Well, related to... 
which is that the the town that this was all happening in finally settled the eminent domain case. Okay. Because remember, there was this whole thing about there was like a group of people who were like, no, we are not going to sell our house for this. No, we're not moving away for this. No, that's stupid. And the town was like, uh, eminent domain, we can just buy your property. Sorry. And they were like, no, you can buy our property for like public use and for like roads. You can't buy it so a private company can build a factory. And then they went to court and they've settled for over four times the market value of the house. Ooh. <clears throat> well, somebody uh somebody somebody got some somebody got paid basically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um speaking of large got, factories Andy? and yeah. such, um Intel has said they're going to spend 20 billion dollars and build the largest silicon manufacturing location on the planet in Ohio. Why Ohio? Like, what What did Ohio promise? Uh, well, <clears throat> um, so Intel said they're going to spend $20 billion and initially invest in two fabrication plants. Okay. Beginning late this year with the facility expected to open in late 2025. So that's what Intel has said. They're going to start with two, but they said that uh, they're looking at doing a full build out of eight fabrication plants. Damn, that's that's a lot. Yes, that's a fair amount of production. Um, are they? Where is this in Ohio? Uh, New Albany, Ohio. Which I looked it up. That's just outside of Columbus. New Albany, Ohio. Just out of Columbus? Yep, just northeast of Columbus. So a lot of people are going to commute, probably live in Columbus. Oh, it's not even just outside. That's like, a, it's a touching suburb. God, I forget how big Columbus actually is. Like, that is a gigantic city. Yep. <clears throat> just in case you're wondering, the uh, city hall for New Albany, Ohio is 20 miles away from the Ohio State University. I'm sorry, 20 miles away from where? The Ohio State University. Uh, no, once again, I, there's, you're, you're, stu- I, you're stuttering in there, Andy. There's just some from Ohio State. Okay, how about, um, how about uh, let's see, uh, 35 miles away from the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. How about that? Okay. Is that better? <laughs> sure, yeah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> oh, the Ohio State. They tried to trademark the... <laughs> Yeah, as of March of last year, Ohio State is still trying to trademark the, or I guess the, the Ohio State University. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to look through this article here to see what, what did Ohio promise them? <clears throat> um, What did Ohio promise them? Oh, well, let's see, Google, it. Amazon, and Facebook, well, sorry, Meta, already, all of them already have data centers in New Albany. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like AWS has a bunch of stuff. Yep, there it is. Okay, so there's Google. All right, here we go. Intel declined to get into the specifics about what Ohio promised them well, for this no investment. <clears throat> okay, uh, oh, here we go. Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted um, said, unprompted, that for every six cents of capital investment Ohio will make, Intel will make a dollar. So, let's see. So, six cents on the dollar. Intel is putting 20 billion. So, that means Ohio is at least a billion dollars. 
Ohio also changed its laws to offer job creation tax credits for 30 years instead of 15. <sighs> Selling out the cities. Job creation tax credits for I mean, 30 years. I love that on this map, if I'm reading it correctly, by the way, there's like two Abercrombie and Fitches. <laughs> now, I don't know if those are literally like stores or like corporate offices and like a Bob Evans. Like, again, is that a Bob Evans or is that like Bob Evans corporate? <laughs> it's not very clear. Because you got things like AWS and Aetna and Amazon and Facebook and AEP and like, is, is this actually a Hampton Inn or is this Hampton Inn corporate? <laughs> I, it's not very clear. Yeah, I love so, how you have all these big names. And then, Ohio. yeah, in the very middle, you have Bob Evans in there. Bob Evans, <laughs> just like right there in the middle. Like, what? <laughs> what? What is going on here? <laughs> oh, and there's a Bath and Body Works right over there, too. And Ohio Health. Yeah. So you've got your hospital nearby, or clinic at least. <clears throat> well, good for Intel. We could use some more chip manufacturing. Yes. Yes. Domestic chip manufacturing. Yes. Granted, it's not, like it said, it's not going to be online until 2025. So, yep. Not really going to help us right now, but. Nope. Not at all. Should hopefully help us in the future. That would be nice. Yep. Um, some idiots bought a Dune book, which isn't even the book Dune, uh, for way more than it's worth because they do not understand copyright. Did you hear about this? No, but this sounds dumb. Three, three, <laughs> three million dollars? No, I didn't hear about it, but it sounds really dumb. Oh my god, Andy, that is the perfect like description for what happened. So, this group called Spice DAO, uh, the Spice DAO, they might have to pay Ohio State, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they, they saw, so this is a, DAO is shit, what's the, it's like distributed acquisition organization or something like that. Um, oh, decentralized autonomous organization, which is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. It's basically like saying 4chan. So they raised money and bid on the Jodorowsky Dune Bible. This is the book they made when Jodorowsky wanted to make the movie Dune. And this is the book that had all of the artwork. It had all the designs. It had all of the, like, here's the plot and the plan. Like, it was supposed to be, this is how you make the movie. It was expected to go to for thirty to $40,000, and they bought it for $3 million, 100 times the estimated value. Now, okay, that's really stupid. The stupider part, because it keeps going... <laughs> but wait, is there's that they more. Then, they then claimed that this book gives them the copyright to Dune. Wait, where's, the, where's that meme of that, that lady from that commercial? It's like, this is not how any of this works. That's, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. So they wanted to then take the book that they purchased and put it into the public domain, which you can't. You don't own the rights to Dune. You own that one book. And then they're like, ah, and we can make our money back because everyone, meaning Netflix and Hulu, are buying up these like animated series based on popular things. So we're going to make an original anime based on Dune and sell it to a streaming service. 
I, I just, I, I, how? I don't know. I don't know, but it's the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard. Wow, that's just, oh my god, this is just bad. So, they, they, they these were cryptocurrency guys, right? Yeah. So, somebody yeah. paid them money. Yeah, a lot of money. Two and a half million euros. For a cryptocurrency that can possibly be spent somewhere? Question mark? Yeah, I mean, they they raised money. I don't know how they raised money. I don't know if it was selling cryptocurrency or if it was just like they raised money. And they used that money to buy a copy of Dune. Not just a copy of Dune. The the uh, Jarowski, whatever his name is, Jarowski's, um, like, I want to make a... 14-hour movie based on Dune. Here's the thing that I'm doing, and here's how to do it. Yeah, Jodorowsky. There we go. I knew there was a D in there. There was a typo in the article. This is just wrong. Yeah. That's all I can, that's all I can think of is just, nope, this is just wrong. Well, somebody, somebody made so 3 dumb. million off these guys, so props <laughs> to them. Oh, the auction house must have been like, uh, uh are, are you sure? Okay. We'll, t- we'll take our cut. That's fine. Yep. <clears throat> you you want to spend three million? Okay, we'll uh, we'll let you spend three million. That's fine. <clears throat> oh God, to be in that group and be like, guys, 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 look at what we could do. Look at what we could do. We could do this and make it public, and then we could. And no one stepped in to say, I don't think that's how this works. Or you know, this might not be the best choice. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. Well, in other news of things that aren't supposed to work like that. Yeah. Um, Shell. Shell Energy. The oil company. Yes. I love their Shell Energy, let's be honest. Yes, the oil company. Why Why is it called Shell? <laughs> they hey. have a carbon capture and storage facility in Saskatchewan, Alberta. Okay. Yeah, sure. So the... Doing something to counter the rest of their shit. Yes. They captured 5 million tons of carbon dioxide from the hydrogen produced at its facility in Scottford between... Okay. Uh, what are they doing? They're refining oil from Alberta tar sands, okay? Yeah. So they captured 5 million tons of carbon dioxide. Carbon yeah. capture. Woo, go us. A new report came out that says over that same span of time, the hydrogen plant emitted 7.5 million tons of greenhound gases. That number is bigger. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I, I guess the question is what gases? What, uh, well, it's capturing carbon, carbon dioxide. Yeah. And yeah. it's actually uh, releasing um, uh, methane. Methane is, is worse than carbon dioxide. Yes, yes, it is. Right. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Because methane, like, neutralizes the ozone layer, right? Uh, something. I don't know what, but still. <laughs> We've captured 5 million tons of greenhouse gases. How much did that cost you? 7.5 tons of greenhouse gases. Oh, boy. 7.5 million tons, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Uh, why is methane worse than CO2. Thank you, Google. Methane is more than 25 times as potent as CO2. Okay, but why is it bad? 
<clears throat> Much less methane. Methane is more blocked windows. The light can't get through. What's the chemistry? Why does methane... God damn, everything says, like, it traps more heat. Nothing says why. Come on. This is the concern, by the way, about um, SpaceX, right? Because they do use methane engines. Yes. All right. I got nothing. Uh, uh, um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you might have it. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, methane can absorb more light than carbon dioxide. Carbon and dioxide. The energy. Uh, yeah. Blocks infrared light from leaving. Mm-hmm. And there are other areas. We call them window regions because just like a window, light can go right on through. And if I put a molecule in the atmosphere that absorbs in those window regions, then one molecule or a few of those molecules can do an awful lot of work catching photons and slowing down the heat transfer. And one molecule that blocks out this so-called window frequency is methane. Ah. Methane absorption happens to sit in some of those areas where the atmosphere isn't doing a lot of absorbing of energy as it goes. So CO2 blocks, absorbs light, and holds it in. But methane does it in a spot that our atmosphere normally says, yes, go, leave, please, now, away. Okay. And methane sits right there and blocks it. So that's, there you go. Does that, does that help you? Yes. Okay. Wow, that took, <clears throat> that took a lot of digging to get to that. <laughs> right? <sighs> Boy, I need a drink after that one. <sighs> All right, should we hit the um, randoms? Probably. Uh, it is your random review. Ooh, I beat a video game this week. So Congratulations. I get to a video game. Thank right. you. I played and beat Infamous Second Son, which is a sequel to Infamous 2, which is a sequel to Infamous. Didn't you review one of these games before? I have never played an infamous game. Okay. I did play and might have reviewed, depending on how long ago we started doing random reviews, Prototype. Uh, I Remember, they, they came out at roughly the same time. Prototype was the Xbox version. Infamous was the Sony version, the PlayStation version. But they were both, like, the same, like, Dante's Peak versus Volcano. Um, <laughs> Despicable Me versus Megamind kind of thing, where, like... Someone read the same, what if we had a video game that was this? Oh, I don't know, Dave. We've got frickin' 500 random reviews. <laughs> We've been doing this for a while. I'm not going to go um, through and go try and figure this all out. Right. So, Infamous Second Son is set after Infamous and Infamous 2. It's like seven years later. And really it has no bearing on the original game. Like, other than, than I'm sure... I never played Infamous, so I can't even really say. I Like, I'm sure a lot of the same symbols are used, a lot of the same, like, movement controls and ideas are used. But I'm really taking the game kind of on its own merits. Uh, it is a open-world exploration superpower game. You start and you get the power... Now, the world, this is a creative thing. This I, I actually liked a lot. Certain people have power over certain things. And they can they can weaponize it, because of course you can. Uh, but they, they get to control a thing, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's pretty standard, right? Like, benders. Great, right? So, what kind of bender are you at the start of this? What is your power? Smoke. Not fire. Smoke. And the big bad, the evil person that you're, like, going... Well, I'll quote-unquote evil, that you're, like, trying to to track down and get to over the course of the game? Concrete. Oh. These are not your classic Euclidean, like... Or not even Euclidean, like... 
Euclid would have been way later. Like, uh, um, what, Aristotelian? Like, earth, fire, wind, water? No, there's fucking neon, like neon lights <laughs> and video, like fucking video games and televisions. And like, I'm sorry, what, paper? What? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a character who is a fucking paper bender. They can create shit out of paper. They can manifest paper. Concrete. They, like, build these gigantic concrete structures. You, you start with smoke, which is, uh, like, sure, cool, whatever. Like, you can suffocate people uh, to incapacitate them by surrounding them with smoke. Uh, You can smoke dash, where you just kind of turn yourself into smoke and dash. So you can go through, like, gates and fences very easily, because you're fucking smoke. Um, and it's it's just like it's a really interesting exploration of that. The the neon power that you eventually acquire is like you turn into neon and run. Not the gas. You don't turn into a neon gas. You turn into like the embodiment of neon lights, and you draw your power from nearby neon lights. Hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of them aren't even actually neon because most of those lights nowadays aren't. Now they're just like LEDs, but the game's like, eh, it's close enough. They're neon lights. (laughs) And you're like, ah, what? And then the third power you get? Fucking video where you get to like spontaneously create things that came out of a video game. I'm not even sure how that works. Like, whatever. It... The story does not make sense, which is fine. I'm not playing this game for a story. I am playing this game to be a superpowered badass with a incredibly basic uh, morality system. Like, the game has a super... And Infamous had this too, right? Like, as did Prototype, as did, like, Mass Effect and a bunch of other things, right? Are you going to be the hero or the villain? Oh, big choice, and... Um, I, I went the hero route the, for the first time, and it's, you know, people, like, cheer you in the street. They're like, yeah, we're behind you, yeah, like, cool, I don't know you, and I just got to the city. Um, I will say, it takes place in Seattle, and you can't see it, because this is audio, but there's air quotes around that. Oh, okay. I've been to Seattle. I know Seattle. Like, I, I don't know no Seattle. Like, I'm not really, like, I couldn't draw it out for you. But, like, I know the the rough blocking of this. This is not Seattle. Uh, this is a fake city with Seattle landmarks. Like, the Space Needle is north of a bay with a bridge to the other side of the city. Nope, that's not a thing. Uh, the, the downtown area for, like, where the convention center is just flat out doesn't exist. Like, it's just not on the map. There is no, like, 8th and Pike. Nope. They, they, it was like, it, it was a map of Seattle drawn by someone who had been told about a couple things in Seattle. Well, there's a so Space a Needle, little... so of course you got that in there, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, Space Needle is one of your first big missions. Oh. You have to go to the Space Needle and climb the Space Needle. Uh, it had some cute mechanics in it. There's, you're, you are this, like, delinquent child of a man, uh, who fancies himself as a graffiti artist. Like, like Banksy. Um, and so one of the side quests as you're going through the city is to tag the city with these really cute drawings. And I did the drawings are either like 
do you draw do you do you paint something that's like inspiring to the city or do you paint something that's like aggressive and terrifying to the city are you actually a terrorist or not um and of course since i played the hero i did all the like inspiring artwork like rise up and resist seattle and like it was a fun mechanic the first couple times by the end of it it was just like get it over with <laughs> Um, you have to take the controller and turn it on its side and hold it more like a can of spray paint. <sighs> and then you have to, like, move the controller because it's got some basic motion senses in it. And so that's that's how you spray paint the, the wall. As I said, it was, like, really cute the first couple times. But by the end of it, you're just like, I don't care. I, just, I do not care. I do not care. Just get it over with. Um, it, was, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I got it as part of PlayStation Plus, so I didn't have to buy it. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had to pay the PlayStation Plus subscription, but whatever. I'm paying that already. Yep. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a cute game. Um, I think it was kind of short, honestly. Like, I think I did it in about 10 hours. The world record any percent speed run is like two and a half hours. And the first... 40 minutes of that is the intro to the game, which is just like this unskippable, incredibly lengthy introduction. I'm I still, think that's, that's kind of it. I, I'm, st- I'm still trying to go. So, okay, so basic morality system. Yay. Yeah. I mean, like right at the front, you get to make a choice. Like, do you like throw the entire... You're you're part of the Akomish tribe, so you're you're a, a First Nation person. You're like one of your first choices is like, do you throw the tribe under the bus, or do you sacrifice yourself in in an attempt to save the tribe? And I'm like, that's like what? <laughs> like that's not a that's not a moral choice. That's are you an asshole? <laughs> so yep, that's kind of it. <clears throat> okay, there you go. Dave reviewing a 2014 game. Yeah, in 2022. But I played it. Hey, there you go. Look, I just played it. And it's available for you to play as well. So you don't even have to, like, go to GameStop and try and hunt it down. No, just download it and play it. Yep. All right. Well, should we do the random topic now? Probably. What's our random topic? Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. This one is coming from Isaac. What Uh-oh. is your favorite landmark? Ooh. Ooh. Favorite land. Speaking of the Space Needle. Favorite landmark. Favorite ah, I've been to the landmark. Space Needle. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, I went to the Space Needle. Eh. I it also didn't to... help that it was a cloudy day. So it's like, okay, you go up there and they're like, well, if it wasn't a cloudy day, you could see Mount Rainier over there. And I'm like, I see clouds. It's, it's, it's not even like that tall. Right? Like, let's be honest. The Space Needle just is not actually that tall. No, it's just, it's tall for Seattle. It's tall for that part of Seattle. And you're, you know, you're right next to the water, too. So you can see out over the water. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Look at all that water. There's a lot of water. Yep. Cool. (laughs) Like, yay. Um, I mean, the Duomo is pretty high up there. Does it it have to be one that you've seen, like a a, a landmark you've been to, or just a favorite landmark? All he ha- all he said was, "What is your favorite landmark?" Well, I know it's all he said, Andy. But what, it, like, how do you want to interpret this? I'm I'm go- I'm going by what he said. He said, "What is your favorite okay. landmark?" So there we go. What is, what is your, your favorite, favorite landmark? Yes. No, Andy. What is your favorite? Oh, you haven't oh, said oh. yet. Oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. God, this is a tough one. Is it? You know what? I also I I, I always loved 
huh. the the Moai on Easter Island. Is that a landmark? What you mean the twelve the foot giant tall stone heads? No, I yeah. know what they are, but yes. can you like their their art, their their culture? I can grant you that, but like. Is that, that really a landmark, Andy? Oh, okay. What is the definition then of a landmark? I don't know. Landmark. But I feel like those statues don't exactly match it. All right. Merriam-Webster. Landmark. Definition of landmark. An object such as a stone or tree that marks the boundary of land. A, conspic- a conspicuous object on land that marks a locality. An anatomical structure used as a point of orientation in, a loca- in locating other structures. Uh, an event or development that marks a turning point or a stage. A structure such as a building of unusual historical and usually aesthetic interest. Okay, I, I can give you that last one. Maybe. So Easter Island for you. Yes. Okay. Because I would have I would have loved to been there the first time somebody goes there and just like pulls up there and just looking and be like, the fuck? <laughs> how how did <laughs> that a... get here? So, where are we? Wait. Um I mean the Duomo is pretty cool. You're looking up the Duomo art. Yeah, no, I, I I I'm like that's the one in Florence, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, thank you, Dan Brown. Oh, God, is it in his books? Of course it's yes, in his books. Yes, it's in his books. Ugh. It was Dan Brown and Assassin's Creed are the two ways how I knew about that. Yeah. Well, Assassin's Creed, you get to, like, fucking climb the damn thing. Yeah, you're jumping all over that stupid thing. Because it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's that's probably one. Um, what else? What else would, What else is a good landmark? I mean, the Sears Tower. Sorry, the Willis Tower. The Sears Tower. <laughs> I tried that with Isaac, and he's like, no, it's the Willis Tower, because that's what all his videos tell it as, because that's actually what it is. But yes, no, I agree with you in my heart that it is always the Sears Tower to me. Always will be. Uh, have you actually looked up what the one of the plans was for the Illinois? No. For the Illinois what? No, that was the name of the building. It was going to be called the, the Illinois. Oh, God, why? The Illinois... It was a visionary skyscraper that was proposed to be over one mile high. Oh, God, no. That's a bad idea. It was conceived by Frank Lloyd Wright. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. It's still a bad idea. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's kind of... I think, I think the Duomo might be my favorite, just because, like, I have good memories of being there. It was really nice. It was a gorgeous place. And I'm trying to think of, like, okay... What was a good landmark that I've been to that I enjoyed? Not the goddamn Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh boy, that was. Still remember like getting up there and walking up to the edge of the dis- you know the viewing platform, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> we, like, we drove we I'm drove sorry. this far for for this. Yep. 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 Um, did. I'm gonna say that my uh, my favorite landmark that I've actually been to was the Washington Monument. Hmm, okay. Because I actually got to walk down the steps of the Washington Monument from the top down to the bottom, and the National Parks guide um, was stopping at every state's stone, because there's a, there's a stone donated by every single state inside the Washington Monument, and each stone had its own little, like, story behind it. Interesting. Yeah. 
So that was, it was one of those things that's like, you, you don't, okay, it's like you look at the Washington Monument, you take the elevator, you go up to the top, you look around, and you take the elevator back down. It's like you don't really get to, you don't get to be in the Washington Monument, but you're actually like literally, yeah, you know, taking the steps down from the top all the way down to the bottom, passing all those stones inside. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, just, you know, being in the middle of it all. That was, that was kind of neat. Okay, I can, I can get behind that. So there we go. So yes, the ones I haven't been to, Easter Island. When I have been to Washington Monument. There you go. Those are my answers. Okay. Well, I think that's that. Yep. On that note, uh, that's a wrap. And Dave, uh, let's, are you, you going to wordle or no? Oh, God. It's after midnight. I, I have lost the last two. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.